Oh my god, you guys. So this is my first pledge drive, and it's <laughs> I'm a pledge drive virgin, and I just don't know that much about it. And you guys know that I love to be curious. So I've got Colin Anderson here, my amazing producer, and he's gonna tell you guys what the pledge drive is. Okay, so uh, hi Jonathan. Hi. Yeah, this is the Max Fun Drive. It's it's two weeks that run every year on uh, Maximum Fun, and as you know, we're a, a listener supported network. It's donations from our listeners that are paying for all these shows to happen, paying for your time to sort of prepare and come in and do the show, paying for the studio time, Christian uh, editing the show together. That's so- Christian Duane, yes, you guys. <laughs> but he's got a British accent, so he sounds like Christian when he says it, which we love. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> okay, so the, the only way this show happens is by people going to MaximumFun.org and clicking on Donate to support the show, and then... Uh, the way this show specifically gets money is by you going through the list of all the shows that you listen to on Maximum Fun and uh, ticking the box is what I say, and that seems to confuse Americans. Checking the box. Checking the box, honey. We, do, we don't want any hanging chads here. <laughs> okay. We've all got PTSD from ne- that. Next to getting curious, you need to just t- tell everyone that, that we're one of the reasons that you're supporting Maximum Fun. So, so MaximumFun.org, click Getting Curious, donate, donate, donate very much, need your love and help. Right. And, then what and we especially need your love and help because we're a new show. So there's lots of shows on the network that have been going for years and years and have tens and thousands of, of listeners who are used to subscribing and supporting. We're a new show. We are babies. We've just, we've just come out. So. We're, and our baby brains are just now expanding. And we really need you to help expand your brains by expanding your wallets and just making it rain for us a little bit. We really would appreciate it. Yeah, and so so this uh, Max Fund Drive, we're looking for uh, 5,000 new and upgrading members. So uh, not only new members, but if you're already a, a member of MaximumFund.org and you're donating anyway, we, we thank you for that. But we're generating new shows every year. This is a new show. So your donations uh, are being split between more shows every year as we, we add stuff. So if you can afford it, uh, we'd ask you to increase your donation to help cover Getting Curious. And that also helps us with more content and it helps us with more amazing guests and more amazing questions to bring to you guys, answers to bring to you guys. So it's very muy importante and we really, really, really appreciate all of you guys that listen and support us. And then what happens, Colin? And I'll tell you what's important about the Max Fund Drive is this is the time to donate. We've got uh, pledge gifts, which we'll uh, tell you about in the next break. We've got challenge donors who are existing donors who are going to match donations or donate extra for every new donor that we that we bring in so your money means a lot more to us in the next uh two weeks than any other time of the year because we have extra special support so your money goes farther now so that's important we love that love a challenge donor also so we ask for people to donate at different levels uh we've got different levels there's different special gifts that we will tell you about later for each of these levels but if you can donate it at 10 20 35 dollars a month if you're uh, if you're doing really well, if you're uh, Shonda Rhimes, two hundred dollars a month, that's great. We're into it. We love that. <laughs> we love that. But we're we're really grateful for a donation at any level. Five dollars a month, you get uh, access to a bunch of uh, bonus donor shows. It's really appreciated by us, and you get get hundreds of hours of of extra Max Fun content uh, at even five dollars a month. And you're not going to notice that, most of you. Not going to notice that. And it's a real Bernie Sanders approach to things. 5, 10, 20, 35, guys, please. It's great. Okay. I mean, I could even do that. Great. Uh, so please go to MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. MaximumFun.org, Donate. Welcome to Getting Curious. I am Jonathan Benness, and every two weeks I sit down for a 30-minute combo with a brilliant expert to learn all about things that get me all kinds of curious. This week I'm curious about what it's like to be a comedic legend 
And so I went over for a very fabulous visit at Margaret Cho's house here in LA. Hi, Margaret. Hi. So I'm so excited to have you on Getting Curious. Thank you. Um, what's happening? Are you like, what's going on in your morning? Um, I uh, am going to go buy the dogs some food because they are out. Ugh. So I, I buy very small portions. So they're fresh food. And I love so I that. have to gotta go I have to go get it. Because it's like food it's like food food, like not yeah. kibbly food. It's kibbly, but it's it's um it's pretty freshly made kibble. So that they, they have a little like a nice little treat. So I am going to go do that and I'm I have anxiety about it because they had a, they had breakfast but it was on the small side. Oh no, so they can't and, have hunger. No, well. and they're such small dogs and but the little uh, white one is a little overweight, so. She is not. Just about a half a pound. But is that like a lot because she's like eight inches she's tall? she's so tiny. Yeah. And, um, you know, with those small dogs, you can't, uh, they can't really exceed um, their weight because it's harder on their knees. Oh. So when she's a little older girl, she's going <gasps> to be 11 soon. Oh. So. She's going to be 11? She's going to be 11. She doesn't look a day over like two and a half. I know. She really looks very young. That fresh kibble keeps that coat so thick and nice. It's so, it's so thick and nice. And then, um, so the white one and then the black one is very thin. And I think uh, she, um, she, she is very food obsessed. But she, oh, is she OA very much? Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. best friend's dog is also an OA. Oh, okay. Yeah, Overeaters Anonymous. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're all um, rescue dogs, so I think sometimes, like, and then my older one, brown one, who's right here in the box, she was 17. She had a really bad eating disorder because she was found downtown and she was starving. She was really, really thin. So um, she had a, a very weird relationship with food for the entire 16 years. Because kind of survivor syndrome just, like, really needed to have it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she yeah. would just eat really um, crazily. And then sometimes Andy's daughter's dog stays here, who's half wolf. Oh. And, and he uh, he can get into anything. He eats all, all sorts of stuff in the kitchen. Like, as soon as we leave, he'll, like, go in and open the refrigerator and eat food out of it. He's such a, he's like a, I don't know. But the half wolf was the one who who Brown like fell in love with and oh, acted that, like she was like four was, when she was actually seventeen. That was him, Milo. Oh, she, Milo is his she name. She would act like she could hear and see. <laughs> she couldn't see either. She's really perky. cute. Yeah, I love she was that. perky and like b- bouncing around and barking. It was really cute. Oh my god. Okay, so well, so I'll get to the point. So getting curious, she's like this. She's my podcast. She's not my little baby. And in every episode, I ask like a question. Mm-hmm. And so my question, I mean for you is like really like what is it being like a comedic legend you're a comedic icon Thank she's you. been that's nice but it's true yeah. i mean you've been like i have looked up to you and you've been like my comedic inspiration like literally the biggest one since i remember like seeing notorious cho the first time in blockbuster on broadway mm-hmm. in my hometown i was in eighth grade by the middle of eighth grade like i could pretty much like say it word for word i love it like i would like when i would like couldn't go to sleep i would go between that and moulin rouge like uh-huh. i would like because those were like my two things like oh. moulin rouge was like the loving one and yours was the comedic one yeah um that i just loved but so since then because that was like a time when there was like no facebook there's no instagram there's no social mm-hmm. media how has that changed your experience like in celebrity because you've been one since before it happened in the onslaught and now yeah. we're well into it I no, you know, I think I could never have envisioned social media before it happened. But now it seems like, oh, this is so normal and this is how it's always been. But if you can picture back like 25 years ago or actually 30 years ago when I was starting, they didn't have anything like that. So I couldn't have even foretold what it would be. But it's an important part of my work. And I think uh, I'm, I'm pretty addicted to it also. 
What, what like are you the most scroll. on? Twitter. Yeah, you love a Twitter. I That's love how you Twitter. found me. Yeah. You almost I almost died, but I made it. Because <laughs> when I saw that when I saw it, I almost like literally stared up the road. I was like on Pacific Coast Highway. I couldn't believe my eyes. Like I literally thought I was hallucinating. Uh-huh. But you so we like Twitter. And so do you feel like now in this age of social media, do you feel like people like come up to you easier or like yeah. less like it's more accessible? Like do you- Yeah. And I'm also very much about reaching out to people that I like like you or anybody that I think um, is doing a good job and is fun. And I'm, I'm very active and contacting my friends on social media. Yeah. And, and so I think um, it's interesting how the community of social media makes it all smaller. Everything celebrity and um, show business is a lot smaller yeah, because and, of it. And you almost like, well, have you ever like gotten in trouble for saying something that like on social media that you shouldn't have, like accidentally? Um. Yeah, but not really. Not not necessarily. Um, I don't know. I, I think I think that people do um, certainly. And if you, sometimes if you tell jokes on there, and if it's out of context or something is uh, off about it, or you know what's worse is getting into full on fights with people. <laughs> oh my god, a full on Twitter feud. Yeah, has that happened? Uh huh. I've gotten into fights, but. It's been also really stupid because. Oh, but you have fucking haters on your Twitter. Yeah, I have really crazy, yeah, like racist, racists, dicks, like really homophobic, crazy Ugh. people that are just really awful. And so I, I shouldn't engage. You know, I think it's really bad to to feed the trolls, so to speak. But it, it's sometimes it's kind of fun too. It's true. So my favorite one of all time was Drake and mm-hmm. uh, Drake and um, um, um who's Nikki's boo? Who McMill. is? Me yes, now. yes, me, yes, honey. And and then when Christy Teigen was like all like snap or like snapshotting like the thing on Twitter when it's like notify me when someone like when so and so tweets back, she's like I can't wait for Drake to see this. Remember? Oh yes, oh, that was so fierce. good. That was, really good. That was my favorite one. Yeah. of all time. So okay, well I love that story. So oh, Margaret, I can't like handle how much I love you. I love you. Like right in your face. I know. Like it's right good. here. It's like the craziest. So when you were little, did you know that you wanted to be a comedian? Like when did you know? Oh, I knew very young. I, I mean, I, I would have very vivid dreams about it, and I was probably seven or eight, and I knew that I would be a comedian, and I, I couldn't wait to become an adult to be a comedian. And then at that time, who was, like, your favorite? Joan Rivers. Oh, she was? She was your Margaret? Yeah, she was, she was the best. I, knew, I pretty much knew that. I knew yeah. That, yeah, yeah and that's that. why it's so great that we get to work on Fashion Police, because... That's truly her baby. Like, that's the show that she loved doing more than anything. And the one thing that she was really proud of. So it's great to go and and be on there with Melissa and to carry on the tradition. um, Because I think it's really important. The vibe there feels so right. Yeah. It does. It feels easy. And it feels so like, but like you're and like Melissa together. It like, I feel like that's the closest earthly thing to Joan that you could have. Mm -hmm. Like Melissa Mm -hmm. plus your brand of comedy. It's like. It is the closest thing you could get. Yeah, it feels good, and we just love to laugh. And I love all—I I love all the other cast members. We we just have such a good time. And you guys are amazing together. Yeah, thank you. I feel like I dread sometimes when I watch the episode that you're going to be able to hear me laughing like, <laughs> in the background because I just die. It's I know like, we're always laughing. <laughs> it's so funny. It's cute. But what? So what was like your notorious CHO with Joan? Like, what was, like, the first time you saw her and you were like, oh, my God, you remember? Oh, probably SNL. She hosted and she also did, she did, like, comedy on it. This is when they have, like, like SNL went through a period where they would have, like, people do sets. Like, I think 
Pryor, Richard Pryor was on mm-hmm. there and George Carlin, and they would do uh, sets. Or Steve Martin, I remember doing a set on SNL. Oh, like in the middle, like not a mono, like not at the opening. Yeah, not at the opening, but they would do like um, a comedy sketch, like not sketches, but a comedy yeah, like stand up. Yeah, I love that. So, and uh, she was great on there, and I thought it was so legendary, and I mean, it really influenced me forever. I love so, that. She's great. So then, when you were little, you had dreams about ended up being a comedian. Mm-hmm. Is there like I mean, you've at this point, I mean, you like your resume is insane. It's like eighty five thousand pages long. <laughs> but like when you were little, like, is there anything that was like on your career bucket list that like hasn't happened yet that you still want to happen? Oh, I think just doing comedy in general, you know. And I, I but I always pictured that I would have a bow tie <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, like think like what like not fingerless gloves, but opera length gloves. Ooh, and a bow tie. Yeah. So I can't. I I don't know why I would see that together though, because if you have a bow tie, you probably would have a suit jacket. So you wouldn't see the opera length glove. I have you. Do you watch Broad City? Yeah, yeah, I love okay. that show. Did you see the one where Abby like they go into that underground bar mm-hmm. and like Abby turns into like like um what's her what's like her alter ego that she turns in Val. Mm-hmm. Val and then, and then Lana's like, how long has she been coming here? And then the bartender's like, oh, I don't know, about a hundred years. And she's like, oh my god, but it really is three. Do you watch that? It's so funny. So. Where was I going with that? Gloves. Yes. And a that tuxedo that she's wearing in that, I yes. feel like could that. I mean, yeah. I feel like she is wearing a. Maybe you could do like I don't know how Brad would feel about this, but maybe you could do like a tuxedo cut off. Uh huh. Oh, a tuxedo cut off. Yes, yeah. but very fitted, uh-huh. very much cleavage, yeah. very much gorgeous, like sequency. Mm-hmm. Um, Lagerfeldy tie, like very, yeah. like very much, and then like a very tall opera length. Yeah, maybe. I feel like that would work. I think. Well, I love wearing um, suits, so that that would be good, like a deconstructed suit. Oh, I love a deconstructed suit. Yeah, it's all about a separate. That would be good because then you can mix and match later. Mm-hmm. You never get bored. No, I love that. So your bucket list is at this point an outfit. Yeah, I so love that. I want to have like a bow tie and gloves, and, and yeah, I, I think that. I always thought that uh, if I did comedy when I was a kid, I would picture myself wearing a bow tie. <laughs> I love that. And it still hasn't happened. Well, we need to make that happen. Yeah. It's not that far of, I mean, you've got shows, you've got stuff coming up. We just, yeah, it's, we this can is just do a it. costume anytime. change. Anytime. Yeah, anytime. It's, not it's super all hard. possible. It's all possible for you. Mm-hmm. But that also, I feel like the energy under that is like you feel com- like complete. Like you just want to keep doing what you're doing and keep mm-hmm. like reach, doing the message. Which, oh, yeah. that for me too, well, into like with social media, like going back to that, like, you know, when I was watching Notorious CHO, it's like there was no Facebook or anything for me to see, like, what good you were doing in the LGBT community then. Because I know that you've been an activist and have been, like, mm-hmm. out there working for it for a long time. But now, like, it's a little easier to see because, you, like, you see the work that you're doing. Yeah. And you, like, can follow you and see around where you're going. But I want to talk about that. Like, when were you like, okay, wait, I really want to use this platform to, like, really, like, like with B. Robin. Mm-hmm. It's like so, like, when was it really, like, a fire under your butt to, like, get a positive word out in the world I think it's always been there, you know, that, that, but I started, um, and the people that I grew up around were worshiping Harvey Milk. And so I, I learned from them, um, about following a certain politician and, and following certain issues. And, um, when, when he died, it was so horrible. Ugh. It was such a terrible blow for everyone. And then I realized the value of, celebrity and also political celebrity and how much of an impact it could have and so i just um was doing a lot of aids fundraising in the 80s and 90s and so that was part of my stand-up comedy anyway um but it's always been a part of my work Uh, but it's just like more visible now it's just like easier to see yeah but i mean it's sort of uh 
I think it, it's kind of the same thing, you know, it's it's just, because uh, I tell jokes about it too, you know, I want to talk about these issues and, and make a stand. Which are so good. Thank you. Because I love to, and there's no I in Psycho, there are, that was the name of, or, well. Oh, yeah, there's, there's. No, I in Psycho. But yeah. I love that too, because like when I did that stand up with you in Irvine and watch your set, like, mm-hmm. I loved like how you were able to take like so much like the hard stuff that you've been through and like you really use that as like an outlet for your mm-hmm. comedy yes. like and it's blisteringly funny oh, but you. it's also blisteringly like real mm-hmm. comedy was like your outlet and it came really naturally what do you say to someone who's like struggles to funk like they've gone through stuff they're like I love to say struggles to funk uh-huh. like you know, just struggles Str- yeah but like how what do you say to someone like to discover their like outlet just like try a million things yeah try a million things and try to do stuff that would make you laugh or try to do stuff that you would enjoy as a audience member and then um, go from there you know I think that ultimately you just have to just do what makes you laugh so that's what stand-up comedy is I love that and you feel like and do you feel like with you having been able to make so many people laugh with stuff that's been well stuff that's been difficult for like anyone to go through like has that been cathartic for you and like your healing process as a person yeah and also I think healing when you have a sense that you're healing other people by talking about it I think it's really great that's so deep yes I love that yes and I want to touch like really quick on be Robin Mm -hmm. so that was a movement that started like after Robin's yeah right right after he died and that is like really you bringing like like awareness and and like material like helping stuff to the homeless community in mm-hmm. San Francisco or is it like every all the it's homeless in San Francisco it, we just did one yesterday I wasn't there but it's a it's a free floating idea that you could just get together on a street corner and bring food and and money and clothing and whatever homeless people need yesterday they had an acupuncturist and a hairdresser <gasps> and so we had like acupuncture and also haircuts and I think it's really special but it's just for the homeless. And, um, you know, it's performers giving time and whatever resources they have. So there's going to be another one in Atlanta on Saturday and Sunday of next week. That's like, it, it's, but it, it continues, you know, it's just anybody who wants to do it. But it's to celebrate Robin Williams and his advocacy for the homeless. So he was a street performer also. So there was um, a lot of things in it. The people that are doing it in San Francisco were really close with him. Um, and then in Atlanta, it's actually put together by Lululemon. Oh, cool. So it's a yoga yoga sort of angle as opposed to music. Right. But they're still, like, using it under the name of, like, B. Robin. Mm-hmm. So, what, like, what if someone, like, is there, like, a, a way that you can go about, like, organizing, like, a B. Robin? Like, is there someone that you need to contact? Or what if no. someone just in Chicago, like, wanted to do it? And they you just... can do it. It's do free it, for anybody who wants to do it. I know people have done it in different places. It's, it's not um, any kind of regular related thing the only thing that i ask is that you give everything that you receive to the homeless right so that's all yeah totally for sure yeah, yeah. we gotta do that and so it sounds like because like, lululemon too they're like i dated this man who's like the first love of my life he worked for lululemon he loves lulu mm-hmm. and they are such like they're really grassroots and they love like a homegrown like yeah i'm sure they do love homegrown but they do love like a homegrown like grassroots effort so maybe if you are in like a place that has a lululemon and you don't know how to go about organizing a b robin maybe pop into the store and talk to those people because yeah they're always really chatty and like willing to help mm-hmm. and sell you like a $200 hoodie, but they would also like totally help with the B Robin thing. I feel like. Yeah. Too. And they're donating a lot of money and a lot of clothing and, um, a lot of different kinds of things to the charity. So that's really cool. I love Lulu. Yeah. And I love their little Sunday morning, like yoga classes mm-hmm. for free. 
Um, okay, so that's like halfway through, Margaret. And uh, so we're going to go to a break and then we'll come back and chat some more with Margaret. Yay. Okay, uh, so this is another little uh, Max Fun Drive uh, pledge break. We'd like to tell you a little bit about what's going on uh, with the 2016 Max Fun Drive. And it's gifts, honey. Gifts, gifts, gifts. We love a gift. So if you guys donate $10 per month, you should see these gorgeous exclusive bandanas. It gives you babushka. It gives you headband. It gives you everything. Mine are especially gorgeous. Well, I didn't design them. I tried and, well, I can't draw. But she's giving you squiggle. She's giving you question mark. Everyone's living for them. Color palettes to die. So I should I should backpedal a bit on these bandanas. Every Max Fun Show has had a bandana custom designed for the show, including Getting Curious. Including Getting Curious, but not that I'm biased, but mine are really cute, and, you guys. And tell me, Jonathan, how you were involved in the design process. Well, they asked me, the gorgeous, it was Lindsay that asked me. So, so she sent me this email, and so I tried to draw a question mark with these colored pencils um, that I got from my meditation studio. But then I realized that I can't draw at all. It looked like Helen Keller got loose with some colored pencils. So then I just typed back, like, I love the motif of, like, question marks and squigglies and then getting curious. And now we've got the most gorgeous freaking babushka you've ever seen. Great. Uh, yeah, so, and if if you donate at $10 a month, you get to choose which, which Max Fun show you get, you'd like the bandana from. Which, they're all really cute, actually. Like, all of them are super fierce. So that's a great gift right there. So that's $10 a month. At $20 a month, you get the Maximum Fun Adventure Necessity Collection, which is uh, a collection of cool stuff. A uh, la Bear Grylls, a la go into the forest with a toothpick and build a mall. I, you are going to receive I, a pocket knife, honey. A... With a Max Fun rocket ship on it. This is a, a Swiss Army knife. It's got like a little blade. It's got like a little pair of scissors, uh, a little nail file. Is there a complimentary like ER visit attached to that? <laughs> because that's what would happen to me, honey. But there's that. You get a little fierce like uh, travel toilet tissue situation, which I love that. Oh, man. A paracord bracelet that's camping toilet paper. A hot chocolate packet. With a Max Fun rocket ship on it. Get out of town, honey. Yeah. The, well, I think, you know, the highlight of this is the bracelet and the multi-tool, uh, well, it's just called like a multi-tool, but it's like a multi-tool pocket knife. Those are so fierce. You could literally be like stranded, you know, anywhere with that and you would live. Then moving on to $35, $35 a month. $35 a month. Okay, Jonathan, this, take it away. Yes, honey. This made me drop my papers. I had nearly a heart attack, you guys. So you maybe have seen a swell bottle. This is like a fierce swell bottle, but fiercer because it's not a swell bottle. She's a thermos for $35 a month. You get a vacuum thermos. It is fierce. It is silver. It's got a gorgeous Max Fun rocket ship on it. It keeps your hot coffee hot. You're not going to spill it. You're going to go in the car. You're going to be environmentally conscious because you are not going to Starbucks and wasting paper and plastic every morning. You are being so green. You don't even know what to do with yourself. But really, honestly, they are the cutest thermoses. It's very chic. It's very much streamlined. And she's silver with a with a black rocket ship on her. She's the Max Fun logo. It's so great. You could also probably stuff contraband in that thermos and get it through customs. <laughs> we can't guarantee this. Well, you, you may get arrested. It. You could you, do it, but Yeah, but I mean, it kind of reminds me of that. Of getting through customs with contraband. Okay. So what I like about this this thermos is uh, the large cup that comes with it. Usually with these kind of thermoses, you get like a little 
little shot glass type thing. Holy Th- this crap, that's like what that size. is. You get, oh my God. So you take the cup off and then you pour the contents of the thermos into that cup. Yeah. And it's so, so cool. You can drink from your thermos without looking like a little thermos nerd. I am a full thermos nerd, like as we speak right now with this clunky thing that doesn't even have a lid. It's devastating. What have we got next? So then, then we've got a couple of other uh, levels that you can donate at. $5 a month gets you access to all of the bonus shows. Uh, we've done a first Getting Curious bonus show this year. Uh, but it also, uh, whichever shows you listen to, you get access to the whole archive. You get some videos. You get all the My Brother, My Brother and Me's, the Stop Podcasting Yourselves. Uh, all of the the other shows that I produce, which are all great, uh, they're fierce. And if you just are like, if you're just really having a frowny day because you can't wait for your next Getting Curious episode on like your off weeks, you really should be doing this donation because then you get all these like bonus, you know, hours that you wouldn't have had. Yeah, Th- throwing shade, Brian and Aaron. So much throwing shade, which we love, Brian their, and Aaron. Their so bonus much. episodes they include like a bunch of uh, just live shows that they just keep taping and putting up. So there's there's it's a treasure like, trove. 10, 20 throwing shade episodes. The treasure trove. And then, of course, you've had $100 a month. If you're really super swagger baller status, $200 a month. $100 a month, Jonathan. Let me let me tell you, because you're sort of new to the network. $100 a month gets you the membership of the Inner Circle, where each month one of our Max Fun hosts picks uh, a cultural thing to send out. So like a book or a, an album or uh, like a film or whatever. They recommend something and send it out to the people that are donating $100 a month. What's $200 a month? Does that get you like a night with me? Sure, we can we can we can throw that in right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not available. She can't. Well, I mean, I... as long as the tops and the bottoms stay on, I'm fine. I'm totally fine for companionship, honey. If you need a blow dryer dinner, I'm. We'll do that for two hundred dollars. Well, I mean, depending on what you're doing next year, uh, two hundred dollars a month gets you free registration for Max FunCon 2017. So, guys, that's a big deal. I mean, you might be at Max FunCon 2017. I well, I let's yeah. not rule it out. That what do you could mean? be a, that could be a night for you. I want Max FunCon to be my new thing. So you've you've heard a little bit about Max FunCon. You know, yeah. it's, it's going to be like an exciting deal. It's every like Comic Con, but Max Fun Con, a con, a con. Yeah, so it's fiercer. So that's two hundred dollars a month. But whichever level you donate at, we really appreciate your donations. It, it's uh, an excellent way, I think, to support a network. I I love us being donor supported because it feels like really grassrootsy. It feels like our listeners care about what we're doing, appreciate what we're doing. It means that we don't have as many uh, adverts as a bunch of other networks do, so we're not clogging up your episodes with those. And it, it just, yeah, it makes, it makes us feel appreciated. Does it, it make you feel warm and fuzzy, Jonathan? It makes you feel warm and fuzzy. It makes you feel like I'm part of a community, and that's really so great. I mean, that's one of the topics I want to talk about on a future episode of Getting Curious is just, like, all of our feelings of needs to be in a tribe. And it's so nice to be in a tribe and a community that's so uh, group-supported. So I love that. Okay. And this is so this is our first time to be donor-supported. This is the first time that we're coming to you asking for your support. Uh, just go to MaximumFun.org and click on Donate and uh, support the show right now. Yes. Okay, so welcome back to Getting Curious. We got Margaret Cho in the house today, except we're actually in Margaret Cho's house, which is gorgeous. Thank you. I mean, it really is. I love it. I really like... Well, I just like rubbed my hand on on this table, you guys, because it's really pretty wood. And in my head, I imagined that I was wearing a wedding ring, like Charlotte (laughs) in Sex in the City, when she just like caressed like her hands on things with her wedding ring. But anyway, I digress. Aww. Aww. 
Aww. I love that. So a little background on me and Marcus. So obviously I host, you know, Game of Thrones on Funny or Die, which is how we met mm -hmm. because you saw that and you were like, she must be like a really good method actor. I thought you were a comic actor playing a character. I didn't realize that you were actually a hairdresser. I thought that you were... You know, some guy that, like, uh, I could totally see you, like, on SNL. You know, like, some guy that was, like, doing characters. And so I fell in love with the, the character. And so I reached out to you on, on Twitter. I love that. Yeah. And, I mean, if only I, like, could actually, like, be a character actor, that'd be so fierce. Like, yeah. if I was, like, actually like, not that part like that'd be but that, that's actually just who i am so that's yeah fun. but it's also a character too it is because that's like a, yeah because that's like me on 10 because mm -hmm. yeah, i'm definitely not like that like at five in the morning when we're doing your hair mm -hmm. like it's I'm, a character yeah she uh, so i kind of am a character you actor. also are a character actor too <gasps> so <laughs> that's Margaret, perfect you guys this looks yeah. so much i yeah. feel like i'd like to thank my mom and no, i'm just kidding um so that's cool so and now we get to we work well so how what have we well I've done stand-up with you once, mm -hmm. which was so, so nerve-wracking and amazing. Yes. You know, I'm doing it for like the third time on Friday. You know, the, remember Jeffrey who played the front desk boy? Uh-huh. So he is uh, doing stand-up at Akbar, uh -huh. and uh, which is going to have already happened when this comes out. But I, so well, I guess actually, you guys, this is so fun when you like record things, but it like comes out like later than when you record it, but that's okay because we can all just get through it together. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to do it on Friday. Oh, good. For like five minutes. I love it. Like a five to seven minute set. That'll be awesome. I've got bullet points, but I have to like look at myself in the mirror and like talk to myself in the mirror and, and do it how did you get ready how do you do that that's a good question um yeah you just do you know that's a good thing look at yourself in the mirror and do it and just get the words out that's it and then you have to like kind of like loosely time yourself like a little right. bit yeah and then know that you have your notes there but that you can go off whatever you can just do anything because you can like mix up your 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 cards mm -hmm. like if you have like five bullet points you could go like you know bullet point three to one to two yeah make it work yeah and then like once you have that going like then you'll like bring someone else in and like be like like get over here Annie, and let me do this on you and see if it's funny yeah you can do that or just do it or do you do you like to run it past someone or you like no fuck that i'm just gonna do this oh i just do it you do but then right i don't i don't know i don't i i i just sort of think oh i'll know what's funny and i i kind of trust that i think we could, try. Uh, that's like the um. I went to this like breath work workshop, and like there's this like thing in our brain. It's like your, it's like the thing that gets like activated when like something's wrong, but it's also like your gut instinct. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like you must have a really strong one of those next. Like the like it's like your limbus or something. Yeah, I think so. You have like a really strong comedic limbus. I hope so. You yeah, do. I'm trying to get there. Yeah. Well, she's always been there. She's been there. She's always and she's like been like really like uh, uh refutable, mm -hmm. very steady. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that story. So. There's that. And so I did that with you that one time. And then also, we did All About Sex, which was really fun. That was really fun. But you know what I noticed about us? And John, who is your amazing makeup artist, who I'm mm -hmm. obsessed with. He has to come on this at some other time. Because I got to talk to him about, like, makeup trends and how we can keep our skin gorgeous. Because mm -hmm. no one knows about all of that more than he does. Mm -hmm. Plus, he's a genius. Yeah, he's so good. Uh, this actually feels kind of like... We're T Boz and Chili and Left Eye's not here. Except for no, I don't like that because Left Eye passed away and John's no. for sure right here. That doesn't work. We're the Dixie Chicks. Right. No, we're not them either because well no, they got back together. They got back together. Thank God. They're on good terms. That was not a good breakup. No, it was terrible. I did not like that at all. I know. Do you like them? I love them. I love them. They're really nice too. You met? Yeah, they're really nice. We love? Yeah, I love them. Oh my god. What's your favorite Dixie Chick song? Um Goodbye Earl. 
Uh, that feels fitting. That's such a good because girl, or, yeah, because Earl had to die. Yeah, Mama. those black eyed peas. I love Cowboy Take Me Away and Wide mm. Open Spaces. Mm. Oh, and Ready to Run because mm. I love Runaway Bride. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you watch that movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Richard Gere, honey. Yeah, can't. It's really good. Is that what is? Does he do anything for you? Um, you know what? He was great in American Gigolo. You know, when you know, in that kind of 70s, 80s, yes. you know, that kind of look. A little bigger volume. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's very, uh, it's, it's a good time. I watch Pretty Woman every morning before my afternoon kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I watched that movie literally every day for a year. I was mm-hmm. obsessed. And like Richard Gere in that bathtub, I, could, I, I tell you something. He does everything for me. Oh, yes. But do you, I also didn't realize, because you know, Cindy Crawford, was, she was just doing this interview about how like, He's actually like kind of just like a stranger to her now, even though I didn't realize that they were married. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were full blown married for a long time. Oh, like yeah, like full years. Yeah, in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of crazy how you could be married to someone and then go back to just being a complete stranger. Right. Slash right. Sad. No, it's it happens. I don't like that. You know, I just went through a breakup like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it's so uncomfortable. Like, I hate a breakup. Mm-hmm. It feels like, it feels like every weird thing that you see on TV in a movie when you're like, oh wait, but that just hasn't happened yet, and then you do, mm-hmm. like, and then it does happen. Have you ever had a breakup where you like ended up not hating them? Oh yeah, that's uh, everybody. I've every I have a good relationship with every single person I've been with. What does that mean about me that I do? Well, it's just there's pain there. Like, how do you reconcile that? Like, you're just like, you're just like a really like, you're just like emotionally evolved. No, you just get over it after a time, you know, and I always like to have them in my life in some capacity. Some of them I'm really, really close to. Did you, were, was there ever like a brief period where you were like really mad and couldn't yeah. talk to them? Yeah. Okay, so that's just what I'm feeling right now. Yeah, for oh, sure. So that's normal. And then later on you're like, oh, I miss like rollerblading, but I don't yeah. want to bang anymore. Yeah, yeah. So that's there's, healthy. You know, you go back and you revisit what was positive about it. And then, you know, you have that relationship. And then you just like let go of like the, like the totality of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really healthy. It's really good. I really like that. So, wow. That's a lot. So now, really, we have... What else, What do you have coming up? Because we have, we have like, this whole season of Fashion Police, which is major. Yeah. We have the whole year of that. And then um, I have a show on Amazon that I'm working on about um, dispensaries, marijuana dispensaries. You do? So, yeah. Yeah. So I that's a pilot. Know. I'm doing that. Love Amazon. Yeah, I love Amazon. Did you watch Band in the High Castle yet? No, not yet. It's so I'm good. I'm saving it. I know I'm going to love it. And Catastrophe. Mm-hmm. That's my other... Did you see that? Mm-mm. Do you know what that's about? No. It's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it's about this guy, this American guy who goes to London, gets this girl pregnant, goes back to the US, then she calls and she's like, I'm preggers. And then, you know, all, all comedic mm-hmm. baby rearing ensues. Ooh. There's also like... It's so good. It's only six episodes, like 20 minutes each. It's really fast. It's really cute. I really liked it. Oh, good. And Mozart in the Jungle, you would also like with your music, yes. with your musical chops. Did you yes. watch it? I haven't watched it yet. Do you I know, know what she's I, about, I though? know, yeah. I know what that's about. It's going to be great. Amazon Prime's coming with the heat. Yeah. Like, I thought Netflix was like, Amazon's really the one that's like... Amazon's really good. She's coming in hard. Mm-hmm. She's coming for the jugular. Mm-hmm. She, and I, you know what else I love about her on Amazon is like when um, when you watch it, it's like Amazon the comedy. Amazon, like the little box mm-hmm. that comes up. Yeah. I like that little thing. It's good. So, but you have the, the dispensary pilot, which I love. Mm-hmm. I, is that what that t-shirt that I have is from? No, that's from... Um, that is my strain. And that's, that's my strain. And that's literally a strain. Yeah. And she's state. a it's hybrid. Real. She's kind of like, I guess she's a little bit of a, maybe a cross between Girl Scout Cookies and Blue Dream. It's kind of a 
sativa sativa what was that day like um that was exciting it's exciting to have um a marijuana business and i think i i want to do more but but like i mean like the strain like did you went to a place and they were like try this one and you like that? no no they they put it together for me oh they did you didn't get to go like no a perfumery no no but i will for the next one i love that yeah i love that that's like even possible mm-hmm. that's like insane yeah so then amazon pilot mm-hmm. and then just like bringing the heat and comedy in the um, world doing music my album's coming out um so uh yeah just doing stand-up too and i love but I feel like Pete, the world does not know about your music as much mm-hmm. as they need to. Yeah. Because you fucking sing your ass off. Thank you. Which you really do. But so is that what Fat Pussy is on? This mm-hmm. new album? Yes. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. I got to do hair on that. Yeah. I loved that song. It was song. so good. I loved the, um, the, when we shot that, the that plane. I know, the drone. The drone. <laughs> yeah, because when they're drone. baby, they're drones. Yeah. They're not full. I can't, I mean, well, it already came out, but it's fucking fierce. Yeah. I loved it. She gave me so much attitude in that video. I know. It's uh, so good. I love that. So check that out. Mm-hmm. I want to put like, I need to get like, can we do a link on it? Can I, can I, I want to link on that. Okay. I'm putting a fucking link on her. Okay. Linking it. Done. Margaret, thanks so much for coming on. Thank and you. And chatting with me. Thank you. I, like, in the, I feel the puppies need their fresh kibble. Uh-huh. <gasps> P.S. Before I go, uh-huh. my best friend Patty, she makes her dogs like all their food and her new favorite thing. Well, actually, your dog's coats look so fresh, but if they can add this like into their kibble, flax. She's been putting oh. flax meal in her dog. This beagle, like his coat, it's you almost have to put on sunglasses. Mm. It is so shiny and it didn't used to be like that. That's that nice. coat used to like absorb light. It wasn't very shiny. Uh-huh. And now it's like reflective Pantene Pro-V Beagle. Uh-huh. Like so beautiful. So cute. But your co- their coats are really gorge. Yeah. But I love like a flax meal and dog, you guys. Take take that. Okay. Yeah. Love you guys. Thanks so much for listening to Getting Curious and thanks so much for coming, Margaret. Thank you. Yeah. You've been listening to Getting Curious with me, Jonathan Van Ness, and my special guest this week, Margaret Cho. You'll find links to Margaret Show in the episode description of whatever device you're listening to this show on. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is at the Gay of Thrones. Instagram is at Gay of Thrones. Also, look for our Getting Curious group on Facebook. Become a member and tell us what you're curious about. Um, really, seriously, tell us what you're curious about. I would love to hear it, and I would love to chat to people about it. Um, our theme music is Freak by Quinn. Thanks to her for letting us use it. If you enjoyed the show, please tell us. Share it with all your friends on Facebook, Twitter, leave gorgeous comments. Let us know that you love it. We really appreciate it. Getting Curious is produced by Christian Duenas and Colin Anderson for MaximumFun.org. And just the team at Maximum, they're so amazing. And they really are putting so much love into the universe and the shows that they make. And it it would be so great for you guys to to be a part of that. Because if you're going to, like, listen to her, we love that. And please do listen. But put your money where your mouth is a little bit. And just, what do you know about a donation? We want to know what you know about a donation right here at MaximumFun.org. MaximumFun.org. Click on Donate. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.